the best laid plans for buying laid out for you this morning. Don't make it hard. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 515. Myself, Michael Burgio, Mark Novak, the plan to a perfect buy. Let's talk about it this morning. Um, There is a good little graph. We'll put in an image of sort of the pyramid structure from thinking about buying to buying that we'll put in. But I think we're both on our devices, so we can't add it as a screen. Um, We did find it somewhere, so we can't take full credit for it, but we'll take credit for the descriptions of it. <laughs> Mark, good morning. Happy good birthday morning, for yesterday. I reckon I reckon I can bring this I reckon I can bring this this diagram up. On your other phone. Yeah. I reckon I can bring it up. So um you know what? How does it go? So your prospective purchaser, you've got the seed, you're thinking about it, what's the first, what, where do, where do you go? Where do you go? What do you do? Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people, they wake up, they have obviously, I reckon that buying process could be a year long. And I reckon the first couple of months can be really, really hard, just like the last couple of months of that process if you don't have a plan. Because you're going, what's going through your mind, and we're coming from an angle where you, you, your average Joe, you're not in real estate, you may not know an agent, so you don't have the, the resources that, say, you and I would have or friends who ask us. So... They just sort of wake up one day and they start Googling, but they're like, well, how much can I borrow? Where to buy? I hear all this stuff. And you don't know where to start. You're so lost. There's so many things in life at the moment. Think about if you want to lose weight. There's so many people out there pushing a fitness plan. You want to go from A to B or A to Z, here's your plan. You want to do a degree, here's your plan. Um, But when it comes to sort of real estate, it's almost like fend for yourself. There's not many structural plans from what you should do from the moment, just like a fitness plan. They're like, you wake up, you eat this, you do this. So there's a good little downward pyramid um, to help sort of, obviously there could be pyramids within pyramids of this, but this is a decent little um, plan and line to help you through the process. And at the start, it goes from, it's basically a macro argument and then a micro um, macro and micro so your macro is your bigger let's start with what state do you want to buy in is it queensland is it new south wales is it melbourne and then once you've identified that whether whichever mark and i agree or disagree or whoever just narrow it down we see far too often people going well, I'm thinking about Sydney, but uh, uh, New South Wales. But I'm also thinking about Queensland. Maybe I heard WA is good with the mine. So it's like, let's just make it simple for yourself. Pick one state. Then you pick a suburb within it for whatever reason. It could be because you grew up there. It could be you you um, you want to live there one day. You'd like it there. Whatever reason, just go down this path. And then, because then you you go from, instead of having seven states, you've got one. So it's easier to pick something out of one than seven. Then out of, from one state, a thousand suburbs, you've got one. So that makes it a lot easier because as you go further down from the state to the suburb, um, to the street, because then you may want to be on the eastern side of Pitwater Road or the 
Western side. I feel like there's better blah, blah, blah. Then you can dig down because the key difference and where people go wrong and right in property is they don't do enough due diligence because they're juggling too many potential properties all over the shop. So you may do this pyramid on 10 different properties, 10 different suburbs, 10 different areas, but at least you're being consistent from top to bottom where it goes to due diligence, negotiation and blah, 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 down that way. Because then you've got a, a good funnel of information and then you can look back and go, okay, I like that, I like that. Nope, this one's not for me. Go on to the next. But, Mark, we see it so often. People, they're juggling a property in uh, Queensland, Melbourne, one in Sydney, one near their lives, and then they may get to that sort of – they may think they're getting a good deal because they're just tired and exhausted of juggling so much, and then they, they just buy. And Luke is partly right. You just buy, but there's getting to that buy. People don't just – wake up and go spend a million dollars unless they feel confident that they've at least gone through some method to get there. If you just closed your eyes and bought a property, you're not going to probably feel that good. Yeah, 20 years later, but if you don't come from A to Z through your own plan, it may be three steps. You may have a 30-step plan, but have something there and this downward, this pyramid can give you a little bit of structure. Some people may go through that period in one day with the property some people may take a month but have at least an outline so when you come to the end you can come to a conclusion if it's good or not the key thing where luke is correct with just buy once you've ticked all the boxes you don't just sit on your hands and do nothing second guess yourself um wait six months because then the market's changed you got to redo it that's where you come to just buy but you got to sort of get there and i think in the industry world, there's not many people giving buyers a simple 10-step program or even any guidance to do it. So I saw this was useful and I see it as a gap in the market. So hopefully it helps. Yeah, otherwise, I think, you know, when, when, we, when you peel back to when I first bought a property, we're witnessing people buying a property every day, all day, all the time. I think a lot of it is, is, is uh, there's a process um, which we're talking about. I think a lot of it is a mental process. You've actually got to realise that um, you can do it and you, you do have the confidence and it's it's not scary. And look, people are not adverse to risk, but profit, the appetite for property and the appetite for buying something, um, I don't think you have to feel bad. I think it's the most terrific investment that someone can actually make. So I think a lot of this verge is also a mental barrier to get through yes. that. Why, why can I do it? I can't do it. It's And like you said, it's like losing weight. You know, physically actually doing it as opposed to physically the mental the breakthrough. You know, super super important and and a great cause. You know, yes. like a great cause. It's it's your financial future. It's securing it for later. And look, today's not about plugging property, and you really should buy, and you really should buy. It's more about you know getting it getting that squared off in your head that it's actually not that complicated. And, some that, that chart that we showed at the beginning of the show, um, you know, if you just follow those steps through that, it, it just less complicates things a lot, a lot. 100%. And, yes, people can fuck it up just like anything. People can spend a year researching how to lose weight, the best way to do it, the best diet, and they haven't done anything. And the time they spent studying 
losing it. They could have already lost it, even if they chose the wrong path, but just did it yeah. consistently. Same with yeah. property. You could fuck up, pay too much in your perceived mind at an auction. It went crazy, went 50 grand more than what you thought, but let 10 years pass, let 15 years pass. You Even if it doesn't go up in value, which it will, more than likely based on everything, but even you living in your own property and owning it, like it's you're going to have probably that benefit because over 10 years, that's five grand. You can't tell me there was not $5,000 of benefit of living in your own home, especially a time like now as well. So, yes, you don't want to overthink it, but you want to at least be able to rationalise why you came to that decision. But I've never had – I've been an agent for 27, 28 years, and this this is to make buyers who are just about to buy – take the anxiousness away. I've, I have, what salesperson sells a product that there, there is zero unhappy customers? Like for 28 years, I have sold property and I have never had a customer come back to me and say, you sold me a lemon. Mm. Never, never, ever, ever. So take that confidence when you go to buy and think, I can't do wrong because I've, you know what I mean? No one's ever said, oh, this was a shit investment. I shouldn't have bought this. What did I, What was I thinking? Why would you sell this to me? No one says that. And that's that's that you can take that confidence and go, man, if I buy something, you know, look, I'm Northern Beaches. I don't know if, if the rest of Australia is like that. But certainly, you know, Northern Beaches of Sydney, if you're going in to buy something like that, you're not going to regret it. Yeah, and that, like, the end of the day, our economy, we've got a robust property market, and obviously not every country is like us with property. Some are like that with yeah. other, other industries. There's some that's countries right. that's a lot more, it's a lot more um, entrepreneurial. Bankruptcy does not mean what it means here. So they, like, encourage you to try and start something if it fails or doesn't. Like, here, we're not sort of like that because if you go bankrupt, it will affect you buying a property. So less people are willing to take that plunge, more people are willing yeah. To buy property so we get that also it comes back to when you pick your your state pick your suburb like how i said there could be 30 points under that well picking your suburb that has growth on true reasons like don't anyone who bought where there was a mine and i think a lot of it is rural but market went up mine closed market went down you can identify stuff like that with that process but also, you've got to be honest with yourself why you're buying it. If you know, yeah, you're buying it because you want to own, live there, and maybe retire thereafter, or plenty of reasons. But it's just having that process. And we're fortunate, especially Northern Beaches, even if you screwed up the property, if you gave it enough time, it made money. Like we've had 50% growth in houses in 12 months. We've had 130% growth in houses in 10 years. 10 years is not a long period of time. Like yeah. in three years, it's been what eighty percent. What's that on a million dollars? It's double. We could knock the house double down. every ten years. Yeah, Mark, you could have bought a, a knockdown for one two four years ago. Knock the house down, and the land would be worth more than what it was. So when people yeah. say you can't go wrong, you could. Where can you go buy a car or buy anything and knock it down, and it still be worth more? Like, get that through, buy a car, take the wheels off. Do you think you're going to sell it for more or strip the doors? So it is very risk-proof. There's a lot just because, and it may not be like this for 200 years, but it's definitely the market we're in now. And so and you're jumping on the horse or you're not. That. 
Yeah, Sorry? and the reason we're telling everyone that is to give you that assurance that when you get into that market, when you when you invest more, when you buy, you just you're going to feel good about it. So just take that move and, and put that one foot in front of the other, and don't be reserved. Um, and it's also running on your verge. If you don't, whatever you don't buy today, you're going to pay more for tomorrow. So, you know, the sooner that you guys can get into the property market, don't worry about – I think a lot of people, Michael, now are, are worried about buying at the top of the market. It's yep. a big concern for people. But if you're buying from peak to peak, it's double. And if mm. you're buying from low to low, it's double. But it's also oh. – look at the re- – you've also got – well, if – because are you buying it to live in or an investment? Um, yeah, pricing is higher, but the cost of that money is so much cheaper. You can almost afford to pay more if you do believe it's the top. And let's say yep. it does come back 30%. Let's say the house you bought for your family went from $2 million to one five, and but you can still afford the mortgage, then do you really care? You have a, you need a roof over your head. Like it, it is really it is. for 10 years, it's going to double. So that's yeah, stress. 10, 20 years. So I think people... They like to think of the long-term plan, but then they stop themselves short with a short-term plan. Like, I'm buying it long-term investment, but what happens if it goes down in two years? Oh, I shouldn't buy it. But what if I say it's going to double in 20, but for those 18 years up to the 20th, you're going to be negative. Would you still buy it? That's probably a yeah. very good, genuine question. And I don't think a lot of people would. If you were to hold it, buy a stock at a dollar and it was going to sit at 50 cents for five years, but then it would go to $4, would you do it and could you hold? Like, so plan to the perfect buy. With, do you want the plan again? Do you want to see it again? Yep. Um, and what Luke says, life is leverage, 100%. Especially what is more uh, about buying, even if you think the price is going to go down, the way our – one, like I said, you need somewhere to live, interest rates are low. Our tax system is set up to benefit people who own a property, how the banks lend money. Even if you don't, even if you don't agree with how it is, that's how it is, negative gearing. Um, if you check Dr. Andrew Wilson out, or so there were some posts which basically said even, what is it, uh, Liberals, Conservative, the Labor Party has even now, I think, conceded to leave negative gearing alone because of big whatever reason they're not pushing it. We've had this lingering, yeah, we've had this lingering for a couple of years that negative gearing is going to go. So all avenues point to bumping up the property market. We're seeing it very much so now, and I've said it many times. There's only a few pillars of cash we have in for an economy: tourism, education, um, construction, and then property stuff like that. And there's only a couple open. So. Your it's, it's so almost like betting summary, against the house. So in summary, before we sign off, the plan to buy a perfect property in conclusion is? Well, the plan is to make a plan. And is, if your plan is, we just put a really simple one off. We took off um, a property investment group. I think it's got five points. You can have five points. You can have three. You can have 40. Just make a plan. And then as Luke says, once you're at the end of the plan, just buy. That's as simple as that. Get in there, kids. Get in there. Awesome. Thanks, Cheers, Birch. Buddy. All good. Sarah, bye. Love you, bye.